There is power in the name of Jesus. A very good morning once again at this Friday morning. I'm always excited because Friday is our, it's our blast here at Reclaim. Uh, it's our special edition of uh, the Reclaim Family Friday. Welcome to Reclaim Moment uh, this Friday in a special way. I welcome you. Thank you for sticking with Reclaim from Monday to Friday. I know there are people who do not miss uh, an episode. There are people who are always glued. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. Uh, Sister Solomon, Sister Joan, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. Oh, my friends, may the Lord bless you. You know, I, I keep I keep encouraged. I'm encouraged every time I, I receive those positive uh, messages and positive uh, reports uh, for what God is doing. I'm, I'm super encouraged and I want to bless the name of the Lord for every one of us. May the Lord surely bless us. May the Lord surely bless us. Uh, this is Reclaim Moment and in a special way. Friday is different because Friday is designed to pray for families. And uh, I've been sharing a little bit of how we've been moving, you know, uh, every last Friday of the month, every last Friday of the month, you know, it will be a special edition where we are actually praying now for the singles. So we have a place for, you know, the marriage. We have a place to pray for, you know, for, to pray for the children. We have a place to pay for many, many, many other things. Uh, but in a special way, every Every time we are, uh, uh, I mean, uh, every week in a month, we'll set it aside and we just deal with the singles, pray with the singles. So I want you to flow with the flow. I want you to be part of the flow in the name of Jesus. So may the Lord bless you this Friday. They're a little bit relaxed because we are sharing, we are praying, we are not on tension. We want to explain things very clearly clearly and very uh, uh, very clearly in an understandable manner in the name of Jesus. But as always, I want to encourage you, get hold of that phone, encourage somebody, encourage somebody to tune in today, to, to encourage a certain family to connect. Let them know it is our moment. It's the Reclaim Family Friday. Reclaim Family Friday. Let them know that the Lord uh, wants to bless us as a family. Let's come together. Let's come and pray together. Let's come and encourage ourselves. And on a special note, as we are uh, setting ourselves to, to get started, on a special note, we are also trusting God in the next few weeks or so. We'll be having, you know, uh, different people. I've always, uh, I've always promised you about this, but we are looking at, uh, you know, logistics here and there, being able to uh, have them uh, at a place where we can do the program and link it to our studio in in, in London and other places. So it, it sometimes it requires a little bit of time and resources and uh, and also their time, but we are working on this. We want to give the best. We want to have other people's perspectives and opinion, especially people whom God has blessed in the area of, uh, of marriage, in the area of family, and I believe God is going to make it uh, possible and make it quick 
for us to even listen to other people in the name of Jesus. Not only that, we also trust God. We'll be hosting other people, hosting other people in the studio. I want you to receive uh, as uh, many uh, diverse, uh, the, I mean, as many anointings as uh, the Lord brings uh, so that at the end of the day, you are blessed and you have a balanced life. Uh, you have a balanced life because you have been fed well in the name of Jesus. So this morning, let us pray as we are getting started. Uh, let us pray in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this Reclaim Family Friday. Lord, we thank you. You have blessed our families. You have always helped us to build healthy families. The strength we draw uh, from you, from your word, from the spirit of God, from your mercies, Lord, have helped us uh, to be who we are today, to help uh, nurture our children, to help uh, love our spouses, to help us, Lord, remain faithful amid his challenges, amid his storms. And Lord, this morning we even pray as we are sharing, speak to us, deliver us, speak to somebody out there, encourage somebody who is weak, who is torn apart, encourage that person and let your name be glorified in Jesus' precious name. And everybody says amen. Amen. Once again, welcome to Reclaim Moment. And in a special way, this is is the Reclaim Family Friday with your host, Henry Mukisa. We bless the name of the Lord. And uh, at this moment of time, you know, I've been building on something and teaching on something, how to build value-based families, building value-based families. Child of God, the reason we're speaking about value-based families is because, uh, you know, family, it's not a man-made idea. It was not fabricated by man. It's not a man invention. It's not a man innovation. It is a God invention. It's a God innovation. It was, you know, um, it was initiated by God. And every time we think about God, every time we speak about God, every time uh, we look at God and what he can do, it means a lot. It means a lot to us. It means a lot to us. Every time we think about why did God even start a family? When you read in the book of Genesis, why did God even start a family? It's very, very important for us to understand that God had something in mind. God had something in mind. He wanted us to understand that he had an original purpose. Just like any manufacturer, we must understand that before you use the product, you definitely have to look at the money of that particular manufacturer. Because that is how you get to know why did he make this product? product like this, you know, the specifications. Sometimes we have uh, phones we can't maximally uh, utilize. Why? Because we, we don't even read, especially from the continent where I come from. You know, once you buy your product, they give you the, the money. The first thing to throw away will be the money. Somebody doesn't feel, somebody does not feel like they need it. They, they, they rather keep the receipt or the warrant, but don't the money because we, we feel like we know it. We feel like 
we understand it, which is a great challenge. But child of God, you know, God designed marriage, designed family because he had the original intention. And when you read the Bible, you understand that his original intention was to raise a rare breed, was to nurture a rare breed, a rare species where his name will be honored, was to have a people who would adopt a certain culture, a certain lifestyle that is that 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 reflects the kingdom of God, that reflects another kingdom, which is actually the kingdom of God. That's why in Malachi chapter 2, verses, uh, I think verses 15, it says that the reason as to why he has permitted a man and a woman to have children, it's not just for pleasure, it's not just for enjoyment, no, the reason as to why he has, uh, uh, he has enabled a man and a woman to come together in a relationship and, you know, have procreation. It is because he desires a godly seed. He desires to have a godly seed. And child of God, this is very, very important. I have had many people with their views. We live in a modern society and with a number of views where many people are working so hard. There are many forces that are attacking the family institution. There are many forces that are actually working so much to demean the value of the family, to, to demean the significance of the family. And it is like, you know, the enemy is uh, a little bit, uh, you know, was a little bit succeeding because, you know, there are people who are adopting different mindsets. Yeah, I can do what I want in my family. I run my family the way I want. I tell you, you don't run your family the way you want. You run your family. You must run your family according to the pattern that God has ordained in Scripture. If you run your family the own the way you want, I guarantee you, without any shadow of a doubt, you will you will fail. If you don't fail, you will be among the most miserable people the world has ever seen. Because you know you think you can do things your own way. You think you can have things your own way. I guarantee you will you will you will be disappointed. You will be bitter. You will blame everybody. You will blame you you blame your friends. You blame your enemies. You blame your parents. You blame everybody because a family it's God's idea it's not man's idea it's God's idea it's very important for us to dig into the scripture again dig into the will of God dig into the word of God dig into the counsel of God if we are to understand what it means to have uh, what it means to have the blueprints on how God wants our families to run so I started on uh, basically I'm doing a preamble because I know there are many people who are joining, many new people. So I want to make sure that, you know, uh, people can understand, people can understand really what it means in the name of Jesus. And, uh, and, uh, and, you know, we've been dealing with uh, our topic about building value-based families. And I always want to, I always want to explain what do we mean by value? What, what, uh, what are values? What are values? We, we, we all agreed that these are principles or standards of behavior. These are principles or standards of behavior. These are, yeah, I mean, these are, are things that shape one's judgment. Or these are things where one's judgment is based on, you know, where a, a person, a child is able to judge what is important in life. It depends on the values we have 
told to them. It depends on the values they have learned from others. It depends on such values. That's why you find people who hold things differently. I mean, you find people, they value these things. They don't value others. So things are different. But by the grace of God, by the grace of God, I believe God wants to do something in and through our lives. I believe God wants to help us as family people to build value, value-based families, to be able to instill values. That's why the scripture teaches us Proverbs 22 verses 6, train up a child in a way they should go, that when they are old, they will not depart from that way. Train them in a certain way. Teach them certain principles. Teach them certain standards of behavior. Teach them certain things that even when they grow up, they will not depart from that path. I can guarantee time will come. We are on the earth. Time will come. We will not be here on the earth. Time come. We will grow old. We will be no more. But, you know, these values we teach our children, these values we teach in our families, these values. We in, these values we introduce in our families, they help, they help uh, to shape a better future for our children. And I want to encourage all parents or single parents, married parents, whatever, guardians, uh, uh, adopted parents, I, I mean, whatever kind of parent, I want to encourage you, uh, take this matter seriously, that, you know, you, you, you ask God for grace so that your family will not be just like any other family. Family. You know, let, let, let there be things that define you as a family. Let there be things that define you as a particular family, as a unity, as a basic unit in society. And, you know, you, you realize that these values, um, they later form individual beliefs that motivate people to act one way or the other. We are in a day and age where people act in a funny way, where people act in a funny way. I tell you, I Sometimes I, I, I'll be driving and maybe you realize that there are people who are involved uh, maybe in an accident and, and I would, uh, I, I would uh, you know, take note of this. You realize there are people who need help. But among the people who come to help, instead of helping others, they will open their pockets and run away with their mobile phones and run away with their... And these are people who grow up in families. They grow up in families, you know. And if, because we have not, if we don't educate our children, the value, I mean, the, uh, the importance, the relevance, the significance of some of these values like compassion, like love, like, you know, once they grow up, they turn out to be uh, different people. They turn out to be monsters in the community. They, they, they are loveless. They don't feel anything. They don't feel for anybody. They don't feel for anything. And that is a terrible thing to do. And I tell you today, you see, society is struggling. Society is not at its best. Why? Because as families, we are still lagging behind. As families, we are not as committed as we ought to be. We are not as committed as intentional as we ought to be. Because until we grasp that this is our space where we need to 
co-handle our children, where we need to engage with them, where we need to make deposits in their lives, then we will make, I mean, we will misuse that space and we will miss it out. Our children will miss out, but we also miss out and we will let them to be educated by the TVs, by, you know, the neighborhood, by the school, by the friends of which some friends we don't even know. So it's very, very important. But child of God, having spoken about values, I've been speaking about this, you know, I, I listed some of the most important values that we need to uh, to be encouraging in our families. I've already spoken about love and, and, and I want to bring another value that we need to encourage. And this is honesty. You know, this is honesty. Uh, child of God, you realize that uh, these are values that are not just taught verbally, but these are things that must be practiced. These are things that must be taught, that must be exemplified. And it is up to us as a parent, as parents, to understand that, oh, we need to raise up honest children, honest children, honest people, honest children. Society demands honesty. It is a rare vacuum. And today, I mean, I don't know out of 10 how many people you find honest. I don't know. Because sometimes it's a challenge. You know, one person told me uh, we were just in a sharing. I don't mean to demean people, but we're in a sharing and one person made a very powerful statement that really shocked me. And he said, only if, if you pastors can actually get really truly born again, only you pastors and the fivefold ministries will see a great revival and asked him what do you mean he said that even you pastors you need to get born again and and, and that was i mean that was the reality it sounded as an insult but it was that was the reality so what do i mean with this it means that you know honesty it is highly desired in, in, in our world today, in the society today, you know, look at uh, the places of work. They are looking for honest people. Look at ministries, look at organizations, look at communities, look at marriages, look at societies. Everyone desires for an honest person. Everyone desires for that person to be honest. But the most, but the, the, the most challenging part is even those who want honest people are not honest. That is the challenge. Even those who desire honest uh, employees and not the honest employers, even those who desire and. Uh, I mean, um, honest employers and not honest employees. And it is a challenge. It's a challenge. I'm, I'm, I'm an employer by the grace of God. But I sometimes look at people and, and, and ask myself, why can people do the right thing? Why can people? And, and, and you, look at, uh, uh, you look at all these values, which, and they are missing. Some of these, sad to say, they are also Christians. They are born again, tongue speaking and things like that. But you realize that they don't have the work ethics. They don't have the work ethics. They don't value work. They don't do what they're supposed to do. They rather, you know, cut hours and sneak out of the institution before the time. They rather have excuses and not, you know, do what they're supposed to do. And I'm like, you know, it is so sad. I wish, you know, we were taught. I wish we were taught because I've been to some cultures where these values have been taught. And, 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 uh, 
Uh, some of these people, they may not even have God in their lives. Uh, they may not know a lot of scripture, but they are different. They have great work ethics, great work ethics, great, they are, they, 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 I mean, they, they esteem honesty. They esteem honesty above many other things in the name of Jesus. So this is, you know, uh, uh, this is what I want to just share with you, honesty encouraging honesty in our families. How do we do that? Number one, by ourselves firstly becoming honest, being honest with our children, being honest. Sometimes we paint a picture like we are superheroes. Indeed, you know, I love my children to know that I'm a, you know, I'm a better father. I'm a strong father. Sometimes, you know, my, my, my daughter wants me to lift her. She's, you know, celebrating. She'll be turning nine and I realize she's growing heavy and uh, I realize that my strength, I also, dimin my strength is diminishing. But I, I try as much as I can to keep cool and, you know, show that, you know, I'm still a strong man. I'm still a strong father. I'm still a strong dad. And, you know, I do what I'm supposed to do. I can lift you. I can do this, you know, and, 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 and that is good. But, but sometimes we try to show a different picture, but it is up to us as parents to emulate, uh, to emulate the vacuum of honesty, to incul to instill this in our lives, first of all, to instill it in our lives and then be able to instill it in the lives of our children. For example, I have found, I've found situations, <laughs> again, uh, where you visit, maybe you are, you go to a certain place and, uh, and, and ask the child, uh, is the parent around, is, you know, your father's around? <clears throat> and the parent tells the child to tell you that he is not around. The parent is lying to the child and teaching the child to lie to the visitor. And we don't realize the impact of this. We don't realize how we are distorting the psychology of these young children. We don't realize how we are confusing them. We, because you are around, but you are saying, I'm not around. Tell him, I am not around. And, you know, this child, uh, some of these children will grow up thinking this is the norm of the day. Why? Because we have not exemplified honesty how we deal with our children. Sometimes we need to be honest. In a sense, we need to be honest in a way to be able to understand that God is surely... Uh, we need to we need to understand we need to understand that we are dealing with our children and uh, let them understand that we are human beings where we ought to own our mistakes it's important to own our mistakes other than you know defending our mistakes we need to own our mistakes and say you know i am sorry i did this and that you know i i i Honestly, didn't want to do this, but I, you know, I slipped. I, I, you know, I, I was more mad at you. I was, uh, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't have done this, but you know, I found myself out of place and stuff like that. So, child of, it's very, very important. It starts with us. It starts with us as parents. You know, let us be honest with our children. Sometimes we require a lot from them when we actually delivered less. 
you know, we require a lot. We require a lot. Sometimes, sometimes we require our children to bring straight A's. But if they asked you to produce your certificate or your report, you'll even hide it. You'll even, you know, you rather bin it. You don't even want them to see it. Well, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. I keep telling my children, if I was maybe in the best school, I would be among the best candidates in the country. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. But still, I did work. I mean, there are exceptions. Uh, there are uh, those exception uh, cases where we have done our role, our best, and we desire for them to also uh, also yield. I. I totally understand. But, you know, sometimes we heap a lot of pressure on them. You have to do this. You have to do well. You have to do. But sometimes we need to be honest with ourselves. You know, that's not how we live. That is not how we live. We are not yet at that, you know, at that best. But that doesn't mean. But we need to be honest and tell them even when they fail and say, yeah, we even failed. Even me, I made mistakes. But, you know, the difference is I turned around from my mistakes. I learned from my mistakes. I listened to my parents and that's how I made it. That's how I became a better person. But what are we doing? We are being honest. So there is honesty in the, I mean, in the understanding or in the context of, uh, you know, in the context of owning our mistakes, there is honesty in the context of being real with our children and our families. Setting goals is very good, but also setting goals that are unachievable, setting goals that cannot be achieved. Uh, achieved. It is it, it is a disaster. So let's set goals uh uh, again, it is a, it's a reflection of honesty where we set goals that can be achieved by our children, not setting the bar too high that they cannot, not just setting the, the bar too high that we just want to break them and, and destroy them. You know, we just want to make sure that God is pleased, I mean, pleased with us. Our hearts are clear, our hearts are clean, and we, we, we can deal with our children from a place of honesty. And as we teach them this, as we exemplify this and, uh, and you know, practice this child of God, we are also giving them an opportunity uh, to live the same life, to be real, you know, to uh, to speak the truth, to uh, express themselves, and to do the right thing, even when it is, even when they have done a mistake, even when they have done something that is not right. It's very, very important. Sometimes uh, I, I, you know, I listen to my, my my wife and she will say, you know, you guys, you break my things, you know, everything. When you're married, you don't mind that, you don't mind about that. Everything, every utensil belongs to the woman. She will say, my folks, my cups, my everything. So for us married men, we don't own anything unless our wives. We only own our wives. We don't own any plate. And so you break my cups, you break this, you break this, and you don't tell me. Why? Because sometimes... Even the kids do such mistakes and they, they, they don't they don't speak because they 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 are afraid. So there is a lot of fear that it is not. Uh, I mean, they haven't grasped that, which is a problem. We need to let our children know that, you know, even mistakes can happen. 
mistakes can happen. You can mess up in life because, guys, we've messed up big time. We've messed up big time in life, but God has been gracious. And sometimes we think, oh, yeah, I messed up, but, you know, no other person should mess up. You know, yes, they are, they are, they are mistakes. Once again, we should prevent from going to the next generation. But we must also understand that they may not mess up the way we messed up. But the thing is, we must be in position. We must be in position to uh, to emulate honesty. I know we are always uh, uh, limited by our time and we have to do a lot of things. But this is what, you know, we have many values we'll be speaking about. We've spoken about love and today it is honesty. Next, uh, I mean, the other time I'll bring out another value. And we want to, you know, we want to encourage these values. There are actually very many, uh, very many. But we want to encourage them. We want to build them. Let's build our lives best. Let's build our families based on honesty. You know, actually, some of us tell our children to lie, to lie to the teachers, to lie to, uh, uh, to lie to, to their teachers, to, I mean, to lie to their friends, to lie to other family members. And it's a great danger. You can't feel the impact today because this child is five years, is seven years. But by the time the child is 20 years, this is when you will feel the impact. But I want us to pray today. I want us to pray, child of God. I want us to pray that the Lord will be merciful, that the Lord will extend grace, that the Lord will favor us, that the Lord will help us. I want to pray. I want to pray today. Uh, I want you to, to engage as we are praying that the Lord will be merciful. And later on, we are going to spare a moment and mention the names of our children on the prayer list and pray for them. We are trusting that uh, we are trusting the Lord to use these names as a point of contact for all the children out there who need help, who need uh, rescue, who need uh, <clears throat> the hand of God to help them in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Once again, welcome to Reclaim Moment. Uh, we are going to pray, but I want us to pray for our families, especially I want us to pray for ourselves as guardians, as a father, as a mother, as a guardian, as a single mother, single father. It doesn't matter. You are parenting these children. And God surely wants to do something in and through our lives. But I want us to, you know, take a moment and pray. Take a moment and pray for our children. Take a moment to pray. No, no, for our lives, first of all. We are praying for our own lives. We want to pray that God will build, uh, will build and instill will build and instill, you know, the character of honesty, the vacuum of honesty. We want to run. Some of us, we are, you know, running our families, but we are not even honest with our own family members. We are not honest with what we do, with what, how much we earn, what we, we don't tell the truth. We, you know, it is a mess. It is a mess. And if we are going to build value-bound families, this must change by the grace of God. God is so, so willing to help us and 
to turn this around and to help us become the best we can in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for the Reclaim Family Friday. We honor you, Abba Father. We honor you, King of Glory. We honor you for your faithfulness, for your grace, for your love. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. Thank you, Abba Father, for stretching your mighty hand upon our lives. Thank you, Lord, for helping our families. Thank you, King of Kings. Thank you, Lord of Lords. We love you. We honor you. We magnify your name. We decree and declare that you are God and you are above all things. You are above all things in the name of Jesus. Father, today we come before you as parents, as fathers, as mothers, we repent for being dishonest. We repent. There are times where we have been dishonest. Many areas we've been dishonest. Many areas we have been dishonest. Lord, we pray. I know. I remember, Lord. I remember. I even repented about this. I remember I was driving and, uh, you know, I, 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 I drove wrongly and my daughter realized that I was not I was not, I was supposed to stop. I was supposed to do something. And she told me, but it was almost the red light. You had to stop. And, you know, I tried to bargain. Okay, yeah, you know what? You know what? No, it was just close. It was just close. But it was not right. I wasn't being honest because she had been told, once you see the red light, you stop. And we, we do these mistakes. We do the things and we are not honest. Lord, we repent. I want to repent. We want to repent as parents and on behalf of the parents. Lord, we repent for being dishonest. Sometimes we have used the language we shouldn't use. We have spoken things we shouldn't speak. We have done things we shouldn't have done. Sometimes, Lord, we have, uh, we even we have exposed our dubious behaviors to our children, that our children will grow up thinking that lying is the order of the day, thinking that there is a good lie, there is a good form of lying, there is a bad form of lying, but it's all lying. Lord, we repent as parents. We repent. We desire to build value-bound families, value-based families, families that are about bound by certain values so that it will set a standard for our children. It sets a standard for everybody who comes into our houses that they will know our houses stand for something. Our families stand for something. Our families stand for something in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we ask you for grace. I know we cannot do it in our own strength, in our own lives. We cannot do it, but Lord, we ask you, Lord, help us. Help us, almighty God. Help us, O King of Kings. Help us, O Lord of Lords. Stretch your mighty hand and help us, Abba Father. Stretch your mighty hand and help us in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We honor you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We love you, Abba Father. We love you, mighty God. We love you, King of Kings. And Father, we continue to bless our families. We bless even the people we live with, even our children. Help us to emulate this vacuum of honesty. Lord, we'll deal, our, we'll deal with our children with honesty. We will speak honesty. We'll, we'll be honest even as, you know, dealing with uh, a number of issues surrounding our families. In the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you. We receive the grace to be the best fathers. We receive the grace to be the best mothers. We receive the grace to be the best dads, the best friends, the best people we can be. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for today. We honor you. We give you praise in Jesus. 
Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. And in a special way, we are still in your presence. We are lifting up the names of our children as a point of contact, praying that, Lord, you stretch your mighty hand to help our children, to bless our children. In the name of Jesus, we pray that your mighty hand will be upon our children, that, Lord, you continue to preserve them, that, Lord, you continue to help them. In the name of Jesus, we contend with everything that wants to destroy the lives of our children. We contend with the forces of evil that wants to divert our children. Lord, we contend with forces of uh, premature death. I know today, oh God, we are mourning the death of our, our, of our friend's son, 20 year old. And Lord, our hearts are still heavy with grief. Our hearts are still grieving, Lord. But we pray for comfort even for that family. But we are praying for our children that, Lord, you preserve our children. You will not permit the enemy to snatch them out of the earth before their purposes, before their purposes are fulfilled in the name of Jesus. And this morning, Lord, I want to lift baby brother. I want to lift Zipporah, Semakula, Abigail, Semakula, promise in the name of Jesus, promise Semakula, blessing, Abigail, Shalom, Aaron, David, Kate, Mehan, Misha, Bev, Derek, Jaden. I pray that, Lord, you stretch your mighty hand upon these children. Show yourself great in their lives. Show yourself great. Have your way, almighty God. Have your way, O King of kings. Have your way, almighty God. Bless their lives. Crown them with wisdom. In the name of Jesus, I lift Linda, Ethan, Ronnie, Jonathan, Elijah, Nahanel, Nicholas, Amani, Henry, Trevor, Skylar, Treasure, Nikita, Tina, Hannah, Zipporah, Gideon, Jerry, Jeremiah. I pray the Lord you stretch your mighty hand and continue to bless them. Continue to expand them. Continue to show yourself great. Continue to show yourself mighty upon their lives in the name of, in the name of Jesus. We pray that their days will be better. Their days will be better. They will not lack in any way. They will not lack in any way in the name of Jesus. Your hand will preserve them. Your hand will go before them and their days, oh God, will be days of joy, will be days of breakthrough, will be days of great success. In the name of Jesus, some of them have already graduated from university. We pray for great careers. We pray that, Lord, you lead their next step, order their steps, oh God, that will not miss out in any way. In the name of Jesus, many others are still in school and we pray for academic excellence. I pray for Sharon. I'll pray for Precious for Eliana. Mukisa Nyanzi. Ebineza Mukisa Nyanzi. Nyanzi. Zion Levi. Sobola Nyanzi. Liam Nathan Sujaka Jule. Tabitha John Rogers. Tamara Rogers. Tyron Rogers. Tam, uh, Tyra Rogers. Prosper Blessing. Elijah Desire Mercy. Joshua. Desire Desire. Alan Ethan. Caden Bukenya. Kayla Bukenya. Kerry Bukenya, Keith, uh, Keith Bukenya, Kayla Naomi Bukenya, Jemima, Riel Mukalas, Rimaya Mukalas, Rafaela Mukalas, Rihanna Mukalazi, Kayla Anthon, Ashton, Darling, Destin, Loyal, Blessed Michael, watch over them, Lord. Crown them with uh, your goodness. Crown their days with goodness. Uh, let breakthrough be their portion forever. In the name of Jesus, I pray for Declan, for Brian Paul, Jessica Joshua. Adrian, Nathan, 
Thomas, uh, Esther Praise Mukisa, Alpha Possible Mukisa. I pray that, Lord, you continue to bless them and watch over them and crown them with your goodness, crown them with your mercies. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Almighty God, that your hand will rest upon our children. I refuse every evil agenda. I refuse every evil attempt. I refuse every evil agenda over our children. They will not be conformed to the ways of the world. They will not be conformed to the patterns of the world. Our children will not serve Baal. Our children will serve God. Our children will not serve the God of this age. Our children will not be lost into the ways of the world, but they will be lost into the ways of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bless our children with long life, with excellence, with success, with good success. We decree Psalms 112 that our children be great in the land. Everywhere our children are planted, everywhere our children are placed, they'll be great in that land. They'll be great in that land in the name of Jesus. They will occupy higher offices. They will occupy greater places in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. And before we bring this to a close, I want to pray with you to receive Jesus. Say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me and dying for me. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that you died and rose from the dead. From today, I am a child of God. May the Lord bless you if you have made that decision and we have a WhatsApp number that can help you just in case find a Bible-believing church. But if you cannot, then reach out to us. The WhatsApp number is plus 256-782-180-514. Again, two, plus 256-782-180-514. May the Lord bless you. Have a brilliant weekend. Have a brilliant weekend. Remember to go to church and remember in all things there is power in the name of Jesus.